another episode of the Tennis Box. Uh, today we're going to be uh, reviewing uh, the last two, three days, uh, the last couple of rounds of Wimbledon 2022, and discussing the uh, the upcoming semifinal, the men's semifinals, and the women's finals. Um, how's it going, Bodhi Sham? Doing all right, Sam Mac. How about you? I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, how's your um, uh, tennis uh, sort of tennis uh, sort of watching been going? It's been going good. Yeah, a lot of tennis action the last few days. Uh, kind of jumping back and forth between the they've had the action on ESPN and ESPN two, just kind of bouncing back and forth, trying to watch as much as I can from the matches uh, while. Well, doing some work during the day, so it's been juggling, but uh, definitely fun and uh, sad to see it coming down to the to an end. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been an eventful. Uh, I think like Wimbledon, a lot of pre-tournament drama and a, a sort of there've been a uh, you know you know some soap opera type of um, uh, you know sort of backstories or kind of ongoing. Uh, um, uh, you know, drama. Uh, you know, during the, uh, the sort of last week and a half or so. So, so let's uh, kind of maybe kind of walk through the last uh, round or two since our last uh, episode. Um, so, so how we, so so let's first talk maybe a little about the sort of women's uh, final. That's uh, sort of how we got to the women's final. Um, so, what are your thoughts on? Uh, Sort of the uh, the two um, the two finalists, uh, Bodie. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. We had some you know upsets and kind of like we expected on the women's side, and some really lower ranked ladies making it far to the quarter semis. Um, the Maria lady, she uh, had some fought off match points, upset some people, but got to the semis and. Uh, the other kind of good quarter was, uh, you know, Anisimova and Halep was was expected to be a good one, but didn't turn out to be. And uh, so we got to the semis that were kind of as uh, the first one was I expected. Jabor was able to pull it out, although it went three sets, but the two sets she won were pretty easy. So it was kind of a weird match. A lot of slices, a lot of underhands, um, kind of uh, some decent entertainment there. And the big surprise, of course, was Halep getting upset when she was the heavy favorite, kind of to win the whole thing, rather than remaining for the uh, Rybakina or Rybakina, I think they pronounce it. She she was just on fire. She was just hitting everything hard, and and then and Halep kind of had a little bit of a I don't know if it's a meltdown or just kind of couldn't serve anymore for a while and was just not was trying to hit too hard to me. Like she was trying to chase stuff down. I don't know. She just didn't seem right. Kind of uh, yeah, that was a weird what? game. Yeah, I watched a lot of it, and I really couldn't tell if it was um, a right Bakina or, or you know that was playing that you know that great, or whether it was just Halep that was off, like you said. I mean, uh, right Bakina was going for shots, and she was you know, you know smashing the ball pretty well, but it just seemed like uh, you know Halep wasn't. Um, wasn't wasn't making her play enough, you know, like you know, like Halep usually does. I mean, Halep can move yeah, the ball yeah, around. Exactly. Right, she's done it, you know, with Serena, you know, with big hitters before. 
and kind of move him around and just get him to hit more and more balls. Yeah, and she seems to be getting, you know, shots wrong footed, shots behind her, like things you don't usually see with her. I don't know if she wasn't reading things. She was missing a lot more. And of course, like I was saying, her serve was like she couldn't even serve to her. Then it got mental with her. She was still faulted a lot. Even you know, even her first serves weren't hard at times. It was kind of weird. Well, then the same thing sort of happened to her in the French. What, I mean, did she get to the quarters or semis yeah. in the French? No, no, it wasn't the semis. Was it fourth round or quarters? And she had like a meltdown there too. Yeah, like I think that was a little worse meltdown. But yeah, she she did have something similar go on there. This did seem like a similarish sort of melt, you know, and maybe kind of mental block she ran into. Maybe she was anticipating getting to the finals and it was starting to play in her mind. I don't know. I mean, I mean, so I'm not pressure, in her head, maybe. obviously. Pressure, you know, does crazy things to pressure. But maybe she was, yeah, it was getting in her head that she could win it again or something. Because, yeah, I mean, like yesterday or her previous round against Anna Samova, she really played well. I mean, yeah, Anna Samova. It's pretty solid, but yeah, she really took care of her. So I mean, I thought it was Halops to lose all the way through, but um, yeah, like Ray Bakina, yeah, I was. I mean, I mean, she's a decent ball striker, but yeah, I mean, I thought yeah, Halop would take care of her. I mean, she didn't yeah. overly impress me, you know, like Ray. Bakina. Yeah, she didn't kind of overwhelm. Like she won pretty easily, but like she, her play was solid, but it wasn't overwhelming to that score of of Halop's quality, you know, opponent. Of playing Halep, you would you think she would have played like even higher quality to do that to Halep, but it was a combination of just being solid, hitting well, and Halep just being just off and and, and kind of messed up. Yeah, I guess having Serena's uh, coach in her box uh, sort of wasn't <laughs> no quite problem. enough. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, who do you think you know Halep should have had in her box? You know, speaking of you know tennis box and and. Uh, and kind of, you know, um, uh, you know, you know how that kind of plays out in life. Uh, who do you think she should have had? You know, maybe the maybe, uh, you know, sort of pushed her over the top against Rebekina. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the, the, the Serena, uh, you know, coach that wasn't doing it. Maybe I don't know if she needed Darren Cahill back in there, the old coach in her box, or or maybe she needs some some other kind of uh, inspiration. Maybe she needed like Mr. T or someone to really. <laughs> Get her going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think she put in her box. I mean, yeah, I think she needs that uh, sort of maybe the uh, you know that coach from um, you know what's that movie uh, Dodgeball. Um, oh yeah. yeah. You know he's like throwing wrenches at her, you know, during practice, and uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, some some toughen her up maybe a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. I'm yeah, thinking Mr. Like, T needs something tough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Call her sissy and whatever, you know, just you know, yeah, toughen her up. These, uh, mental meltdowns and and whatnot. Yeah, just people. Yeah, I think coaches are too, uh, you know, you know, kid gloves these days, and they're just worried about getting paid and uh, and um, you know, pleasing the uh, pleasing their. Uh, um, their uh, their their players and not uh yeah, maybe being um honest with them on what they need to do but uh but yeah i mean i thought Halep was gonna uh, you know Halep. it's been a while since she's won something i thought she was kind of hungry now and she, that would kind of kind of push her over the top maybe in terms of you know kind of like focus and determination but i guess not 
That's true. And remember, there was some talk of, and they even mentioned it, I think, in the match, like she was even thinking of retiring, I think, was it like earlier in the year or something? Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, well, she did get married, and maybe, yeah, that's kind of... Committed, so maybe that's uh-huh. all kind of part of the mental state. But yeah, I would say, right, Rebekina just, you know, was, the good thing for her, she didn't seem to get nervous. She kind of just kept the course all the way through till the end. I guess just how ups kind of game didn't allow her to get into any, you know, maybe pressure situations. Yep, yep. And then the other semis, yeah, with Jabour and Maria. I mean, that went three sets, but I thought, uh, you know, if you noticed in the, you know, in the dot, you know, in the conversation from the analysts, I mean, they described that, you know, Jabour and Maria are kind of pretty tight friends. Mm-hmm. So I almost seemed like, uh, I don't know if Jabour sort of relaxed in the second and almost gifted it to her. Maybe because she crushed kind of, her in the third. The yeah, third was, maybe kind of tried to maybe take it easier. Or you're not in that same. Yeah, you, know, you just intensity crazy. maybe wasn't there. Yeah, she, yeah. she lost it a little it's bit. It's like a subconscious thing. You're not like yes, obviously doing yes. anything. I she think so. Of, that was the sense I got. Yeah. She crushed her so sense. bad in That's the a good third. Point. Yeah, because she, like I was saying, the two sets she won, she crushed her. It's just that one set she played bad. So that'll be a good final. We can preview that in the next episode. But uh, yeah, that's well. That's, uh, well, who do you think? Uh, well, well, who are you calling for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your um, early, early kind of uh, call on that you know matchup? Uh, you know, right back in Jabour. I mean, might as well call it now. It's it's a good kind of um, clash of styles. You got the power hitter, hard server, leading in aces, right, right and then. You got Jabor kind of all around, the slices, the drop shots. She'll hit hard occasionally, you know, when she needs to. She had a couple of good forehands and, and smashes in that match uh, today. So that's an interesting style. I would think, like, it's almost like a poor man's uh, or poor woman's version of last year's final. You have, like, uh, Barty, which is kind of all around game like Jabor. And then you had uh, Pliskova, who's kind of the hard hitter and big server. So. It's kind of like that at Ford's. Yeah, uh, that's like true. Lower, yeah. lower ranked version of it. Just thinking of it now, really. Um, so you almost would go the same way. I'd kind of lean Jabour for the all around game because unless the hard hitting big server is just on, then of course that's their only chance. But if they're not, usually the all around game kind of pushes you through. What do you think, Sammy Mac? Um, I think that Jabour is gonna. I just. I mean, I have a. Fear, sense that she's gonna choke. Nerves. The nerves. She's the. I mean, she's the number two, number three seed. And she's gonna be the, favorite, I'm pretty sure. She's favored heavily, and she's had nerve issues before. And like Rybakina may be playing loose, like she did against Halop, and just she wins or she loses. I mean, she's. I mean, the pressure isn't as bad, uh, you know, on her. Yeah, I wouldn't put. Uh, uh... Jabour is a heavy favorite just because neither have even been to the semis before. So they're both kind of new and, and there's going to be a lot more nerves. There's no experience. You know, you always have that. If the, the serve is on for a ride, Bikina is going to be tough. So I would say Jabour is just a slight favorite, you know, even though she's a much higher seed. I would just say slight favorite just because all those kind of uh, factors. Yeah, if I had to bet money, I'd bet it on right Bikina, but. I mean, if I had to, but yeah, this one, uh, yeah, I don't feel good. Yeah, yeah, I think Jabor has probably got the edge, you know. I think skill wise and game wise, and the game on on grass, but I don't know. I'm just uh, yeah, a little uh, kind of worried that she won't be able to execute. 
and um so right Bakina will yeah do like a bit like she did today and just kind of blast her off the court but I guess we'll find out on Saturday for that one so so but should be a good it should be a good match if they both come to play so great great so let's see so that's the women's um uh action uh so now jumping over to the men's side so the last couple on there <laughs> yeah last couple of days have been uh interesting um like do you want to recap uh um the um like the quarters yeah let's go back to the quarters we had very interesting matches let's kind of the top quarters one was obviously Djokovic you know Djokovic and Sinner got Sinner's, you know, everybody's worried about his experience and can he put up a fight? And he, he jumps on Djokovic the first two sets. That was incredible. Kind of Djokovic had a hot start, then somehow let that first set slip. It was kind of weird. And then he was kind of in the second set just not playing well. I don't want to always say he's just off and then the other guy's not on, but you got to give Sinner credit. He was, he slow, he started slow in that first set, which gave. You know, Djokovic the lead. He was you can tell he was nervous and, and things, but then he just got he was on. He was in the running forehand. He was serving big and 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 controlling the points and just winning solidly, especially in that second set. It was very impressive. But throughout the match, I kept thinking, like, I know he's winning, but can he get that third set? Can he get that last set? It's always hard to get that third set. And 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 it and it turned out to be just like the French open final against Sissy Pass. So Djokovic kind of just re focuses and goes lockdown mode and gets a break early in every set after that and just coasts like you got to like at least keep it on serve till three all four all five i'll put some pressure on him yeah make him nervous yeah. yeah you just get a break yeah. early and it was like a it was basically a beatdown last few sets what it was like a three two and three or something? yeah yeah it was it wasn't worth watching the last it wasn't it was actually it was boring, boring. Because yeah. it, it was just lockdown mode. Yeah. Probably his level dropped a little bit. Maybe nerves of closing it out. It was a, It's always a combination, you know, both players. It was just like the Sissy Foss French Open final where he just was down two sets. Was, even that one, I think, was 7-6, six, 6-2. Six, this one was like 7-5, And then he just goes lockdown and gets an early break in every set. No pressure. And he just coasts. It was, yeah, it just wasn't exciting for a five-setter. It was weird. But it's like you said, I don't, uh, I mean, actually, I, uh, you know, I put the blame, you know, for, you know, on, you know, the opponent for not putting pressure on Djokovic in this, yeah. in, like in those last three sets. And uh, yeah, because he's a good front runner. Um, so, and, and his, and like when his confidence is high, he's a backboard. So, so, uh, yeah, so I think it's a real on. fine line beating him, yeah. you know, that, you know, in like, you know, for the third set, you know, it was a fine line. Yeah, exactly. Um, and his style works for like being down because like like the young guy is kind of nervous trying to close it out, and Djokovic's style is just backboard. So you make the other guy beat you, and and I'll, I'm not gonna give a ton of credit to Djokovic like for just turning it on. He just became a backboard, and then the other guy just couldn't step up. You know, it's not like Djokovic was coming out rocketing winners left and right or anything. Like you give Djokovic credit obviously for locking down, but it's a combination. You know, you, you gotta step up. You gotta hold your serve. He would just get broken right away, and like he was back there, like early in the first set, where you're not sure if he's gonna win a game. He, he barely won a game. It was it was it was bad. Yeah, I would like to see it. You know, after winning the first two sets like that, to at least even if you lose, at least go down fighting, maybe a seven five, a tiebreaker, one of those other sets, something. You know, put some pressure on Djokovic. It was never any pressure moments in the late in the match. 
Yeah, the young guys are. Yeah, they still disappoint. Unfortunately, yeah. they still disappoint. So okay, moving on from that one. Uh, so so, what's the next one you want to? We had a wild, curious one where it was Karis Nakashima. It was actually a fun match to watch. There was uh... that was a fourth round. That was an interesting fourth round. We're going back a little bit further. I mean, I mean, the action was you know wasn't bad. It was it yeah, was that tight. Was good back and forth. He yeah, stayed, it was tight. They you know Kira stayed um and under control. They kept saying, but he has to distract himself with something. He distracted himself with that shoulder injury. How bad it was. He I'm was. Sure. I think sure that was, was a ploy him a by bit. him. Yeah, that was a ploy. Yeah, it was a point. I'm sure it maybe like bothered him here and there a little bit, and he's and it, it probably in his mind said, "Oh, let me take it." I doubt of it. I doubt I'll, it. I, I don't know if it's complete. I would uh, say it was no pain. He probably had like twenty percent pain, like any other. I don't think he had pain. any pain. You I may think, think it's none, but it's I definitely think... nothing where you would keep touching That's... it and moving it. So he you took advantage of it. He said, "Okay, I'm playing this guy. I'm super favored. Let me over exaggerate this. That way, first of all, it takes off pressure. If I lose, I had an injury." And then it's also kind of something to fiddle with and get distracted with throughout the match and kind of even keep your opponent not sure. It, it was like a different way of, of, of him doing some sideshow. It's kind of weird. He had Which nothing. I don't know. I mean, like, if I had to bet, I'd say he, he had nothing in his shoulder at all. He oh, was 100%. completely manufactured. Take, he's I'll just messing with the other guy. And he knows what he's doing. Shoulder. I mean, uh, and, and, you know, I don't think he's a dumb guy or naive or just innocent and, and just... And just kind of, you know, yeah. look, and no, no, it's all calculated so with him. Exactly. I'm pretty sure. I wouldn't doubt, like, I'd lean that way. I'd say just he may have had a little normal bruise, little tweak pain that you would normally have in a match, and he just popped his head. Oh, let me take this further. I don't know if he premeditated. Once you get pain, the pain is not, I mean, I mean, that's serious. I mean, you don't get pain. No, no. Well, I'm I mean, just saying, get... like, you know, any, like, little you know, bothering thingy, you know, not, not any, like, it wasn't like an actual pain. Cause obviously you can see from his next match, there was nothing there. So I would go, I would lean toward your way. There's almost nothing really. He just over-exaggerated it. He knows how to get in other people's yeah, heads. Exactly. I think he's done it his whole life. He's done it his whole life. Yes. So he loses the first set, comes back with the next two. It's a weird fourth set where he's down a break and he just completely tanks the game. And even said afterwards, he rope a the game. He was serving 70 mile, 70 something mile per hour first serves. Almost like making if I don't know if this was also uh, premeditated or really planned it or it just happened that way or he really was rope doping, but it it made Nakashima maybe think is he gonna tank and then he just comes out firing the fifth and wins it easy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think Nakashima was. Uh, I think he uh, kind of you know, burned himself out maybe by the fifth. So probably too much for him. Yeah. Yeah. Then so that was actually the fourth round, right? That was the fourth. Yeah, that round. was actually fourth round. Yeah. round jump that further. Then his 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 quarterfinal was against Garin, which was a he, he dominated for the most part. You know, Garin. was kind a of a dud. Time. Yeah, that was a bit yeah, of a he dud. Gave match. A couple of tough, it actually went surprisingly to a lot of deuces on his serve. Garin was returning well, but couldn't really hold much. Yeah, you knew he wasn't gonna commit there at all. Yeah, yeah, that one wasn't that fun to watch. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, then jumping on to the next one. We can look at Nadal's matches. Nadal had a, had a, had a decent quarterfinal against that, I think, however exactly it's pronounced his name. That was also pretty straightforward. Nadal was looking pretty good. Um, 
That was actually a fairly tight match, although when you watched it, it wasn't. I mean, I mean, he wasn't cruising in that. I mean, he, he was, wasn't totally cruising, but he. Was I mean, it was a tough fight, fight for him. Yeah, and that one. the guy was playing solid, and it was like, it was good quality tennis. But Nadal was won the first two pretty straightforward. Had a little bump in the third, but held on. But yeah, but he, you know, he it was pretty good quality, but he held. You know, it was kind of pretty straightforward-ish, but tight in. in Tired the score. It was tired than the score probably showed. True. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, yeah. Then yeah. He seemed pretty healthy in that uh, one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he started maybe having some issues in that one. I don't know if that's you. Uh, but um, but I mean, I did notice he wasn't serving that great toward the end of that match. Okay, I didn't notice that. That's maybe a good point to go back and look as you've seen that last set. He did also get broken late and had to pull it out late. So maybe there was some starting. And if you noticed, they did mention in the next day practice, he wasn't serving at the beginning. So I think something did happen late in that match to him, maybe, or something throughout the match. Probably it must have happened. Something must have happened. Probably the culmination of all the matches he's played. Mm -hmm. It kind of maybe, maybe something just got torn because it turned out to be a tear he's got. And maybe something just, I don't know if it tore there, but maybe it was the beginnings. And I don't know if it tore during the next match, but we can talk about the Fritz match now. And uh, that was interesting. What do you, what's your take on that one? <laughs> let you well, that was that. a bizarre match. Yes. I mean, yeah, he came out firing and uh, yeah, really. Um, and sort of playing well at the beginning of the first set. And, uh, but then, yeah, he kind of turned it over. And I think, I mean, I have to, I may have to go back and watch the first set, but it, I mean, I think that maybe that's when he started maybe feeling it. And Palmer maybe maybe tore it there. Maybe it was like it was it was in pain and getting weak after the previous match. But I, I unless they didn't do a scan, I don't know if it was torn coming into the match because, like you said, he was playing well in the first few games. Maybe he actually tore it early in that. Well, match. no, he was already taped up when he showed up on court. He was taped up. Was he it was already taped... torn before, or was it just you know? Well, he had I mean, strain. I mean, was it a strain that got torn? I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, but he had problems either way. I mean, yeah, he had yeah. micro tears or something already happening in there. Yeah, yeah so he had it taped why... up. So he was already in pain, I think. Yes, you know? yes. That's why we said late in that vendor's jolt. I think so. I think that's when almost he maybe did some minor you know, hairline maybe injury that got, you know, exacerbated in the next match early. Well, yeah, because in the first, second, and third round, he was serving really like a really well. He was serving yeah. really well, and that's what was helping him cruise through, especially the third round. And I think maybe, yeah, between the third and fourth, uh, something, yeah, maybe uh, kind of you know, accumulated. But, uh, but yeah, he came out, you know, maybe playing okay. But then I think he started feeling it in the first. You know, he started acting up on him, and maybe that's what you know, kind of you know, gave the. That set the Fritz and turned it around. Yes, turned it around. And then the second, I really don't know how we won that one. I mean, I would have thought Fritz would have. But after yeah, that, that's that's where it gets bizarre. That's where basically we were on retirement watch. We're just basically you can tell he was struggling. We're just waiting for him. Okay, is he going to retire now? Is he going to retire now? I was like, okay, maybe he'll finish this set off. And then and then he's serving like 90, 95 mile per hour serve, just starting the point. And so you're basically playing a big server on grass. You're just starting the point, and he gets to serve hard. And he somehow is getting early breaks. He's getting broken back, but then he still pulls out a late break. It's like crazy. I don't know what was going on with Fritz. I know it's hard playing someone like that initially, but then you can't blame it all on that. You, you got to just go out and play and 
You're well, after the, guy, I mean, Nadal know. wasn't actually exaggerating it, you know, and acting. You know, I mean, I mean, other than taking the break, you know, I think at, at the end of the was it the second, um, and uh, you know, taking the medical break. I mean, he wasn't actually, you know, having any. I mean, he wasn't making any gestures. That's a good point. Of pain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, so I mean, actually, if I was on the other side, I wouldn't be that distracted because I exactly. wouldn't yeah. be hearing the analysts, you know, j- you know, jabbering about it like yeah, they were. Yeah, hearing the analysts constantly saying, "Is he going to retire?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, w- I mean, I mean, I didn't see how it should shouldn't have affected Fritz very much at all because uh, because he was still playing pretty well. He was just serving slow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like the serving slow was kind of odd, but after that he was running okay. Yeah, like, yeah. You could tell it wasn't one hundred percent, but it was probably ninety percent. He was. Well, he was going hard. for his shots more, if you notice. He, he was actually. He was slicing more. I wonder if it hurt to hit a backhand more. He was slicing more. Backhands. Yeah, yeah. He even went for I think one or two one-handed backhands that yeah. were slices. Even I think which... the two-hander hurt him a little bit more. The abdominal. <laughs> it does, yeah, because I think you need more. Maybe I think you need more. You know, like uh, you know, like uh, you know, torso and and you know, sort of um, you know, twist uh, to kind of put more, yeah, sort of hip into it, and the probably uh, sort of more so than a forehand. Yeah, I think so. Like yeah, that, since yeah. it's two-hander. I mean, I used to have a two-hander, so yeah. I'm, uh, yeah so it but takes more, you know, sort of upper body motion. And but uh, but yeah, but yeah, that was um, the, the second. I don't know how he won okay. the second. And he I mean, was, for, for a while he was going for shots early when he was in a lot of pain. He was going for his shots somehow, making enough to pull out the second set. And then I had a, I was wondering if he lost that second set, would he have retired? I was I had that feeling. But when he somehow pulled it out, and then he was still struggling again in the third, I had this feeling he's not going to retire because I have this. I, I was thinking this could. He's even thinking this. This could be his last Wimbledon. I'm not sure if he's actually going to come back again, or even if he does come back for another year, I don't know if he'll play Wimbledon again. So I was wondering if, in his mind, he said he probably didn't want to have his last Wimbledon match at retirement. Maybe, yeah, he didn't want to actually yeah. lose his last. Yeah, that's actually. Uh, I had maybe that, that was going through his head. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. So maybe if he lost the second set, he would be like, okay, I don't want to play and, uh, and keep going. And, and maybe he would retire. But as soon as he won the second set, I, I knew he was going to keep going. And that's the thought he had probably just play it out. I don't want to retire my last match. And then he loses the third again the same way, kind of struggling. Pulls out the fourth kind of like the second. It was like he played good in spurts. He, he stopped going for the shots in the in the th- late kind of in the third and fourth set as much because I think he felt he can run around and hit a little bit. So he stopped, stopped going as much for shots like to end the points like he was in the second and maybe in the third a bit. And the four, in the fourth fifth, he kind of played fairly regular, not just not serving hard, and he maybe looked like he was 90% of himself. And it's just disappointing that Fritz couldn't, like, you're, you're a young guy in your prime, I would assume. You got an old legend. He's not just old and he's injured. He's 36 and injured, and you still can't beat him. <laughs> It's embarrassing. It's the same broken record. Yeah, when when it comes to the big uh, tournaments, these young guys just don't know how to put away you know, the old injured dog. Yeah, it's not even. <laughs> we're not even asking to beat them straight up in their prime. We're not. We're not even asking you just to beat them up straight up and as an old guy. We get an old injured guy. It's like, yeah, we're else? spotting you like you know, uh, you know, abdominal tear. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what else? He wants to throw in like a bad knee or on top of it or like it was almost you know, like he was bum elbow. It was kind of he had like his hand behind tied behind his back. He couldn't serve. He couldn't hit a good backhand two handed. Like you want him to like 
jump around, hop around on one foot too, or something. Yeah, make him wear an eye, throw one eye patch or something. Yeah, an eye patch. <laughs> I don't know what else you need. These young guys between Sinner and uh, and Fritz, like you know, Fritz is even worse because he got an injured one. But even Sinner, you know, like what else you guys need to put away these young these these? I know they're legends and goats, but come on. But are- but I think kind of like you said, I'm actually glad that actually uh, you know I, I'm almost I'm kind of pleased that I mean I would like to have seen you know Kyrgios play somebody play Fritz maybe or Nadal. That's but, a disappointing one. Not but, having a set tomorrow, yeah. But 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 actually you know having Nadal uh, you know win it is not so bad. I mean you know for me you know you know you know because I think yeah. he deserved to win it. Yeah, uh, I was know. cheering for him the whole match, especially in the fifth set. But at the same time, I had this strong feeling he he might win and probably not play the next round because those injuries like are hard to recover from, and he's not going to want to go against Kyrgios wounded and lose to Kyrgios. That's even worse. And the, even even his conference today, if you heard it, he was saying how he did. He's kind of doing it for himself, like respect for himself. Not you want to go out there and not just throw yourself without having a real chance to win. He kept saying win two matches. He didn't want to say he couldn't win one match. But he's like, he's saying there's no real chance of winning two matches, and like, yeah, he can't beat Djokovic like that. And he probably and most likely, yeah, yeah he, he knew that. Yeah. Like that, like, like ninety percent Kyrgios was gonna win that match, even if Kyrgios has some. Yeah, I don't think he can be Kyrgios playing like that. And he's not gonna be Djokovic like that for sure because of the backboard style. You can't. He's not gonna be the backboard with without a serve and, and being able to run stuff down. So, so I felt bad. There's no match. Like even late in that fifth, I almost wanted like, well, maybe let Fritz win just because I want to see a semi. I don't want. Curious to get a walkover, a freebie final. Fritz got no chance against. But he had no chance. So if he can't Kyrgios. beat a wounded uh, Nadal, yeah. he's not being. He's not being uh, you know, curious. So Kyrgios actually, I didn't mind it so much. Half his game would have mind gamed him and, and 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 shenanigans and beat him. Yeah. He, 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 at this point, he, I'm tired of all that shenanigans. I mean, let's just see Curious play. You know, it's like uh, you know, it's. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know the two bad boys. You know, have them play each other, and, uh, and that's only good part. We'll, we'll, one we'll more see what happens. Match. <laughs> but I would be yeah, curious to yeah, see Kyrgios. Exactly. I, I, I was curious to see Kyrgios. I wanted him to see him win it to get to the final. You know what I mean? But you know what happens? Nadal got to the final. The French Zverev basically got hurt. Although they they did play two set, almost two sets in almost three hours, but still, Zverev could have easily won that match. He was he he should have won the first set and could have won the second. So Nadal did get like a walkover-ish in the semis. That's true, he, too, yeah. That's although, true. like we said, he did put in three hours and almost two sets, and he did win the first set. But but that's kind of – there is some similarity in that sense. But So I would have liked seeing Kyrgios earn it a little bit more. But he's – and he's had an easy draw, except for Sissipas, who I don't know if really qualifies as a four seed the way he's playing. He was playing okay on grass, but, but Kyrgios was even probably favored in that match. And then he even gets a walkover. So this is the sweetest – draw combi- combined with him playing well that he'll ever dream of and he's in the final and that's that's crazy like Kyrgios is in a grand slam final that's pretty crazy <laughs> yeah i mean uh, you know you know i think everybody's already anticipating that uh, it's going to be uh you know Djokovic uh, Kyrgios final and uh, i think unless <laughs> you know you know some miracle happens that's uh, i mean that's what's going to it's going it's going to come down yeah, to yeah, those let's, two let's preview that one uh like it's everybody's got it as a foregone conclusion. We've seen surprises, but uh, not with this. Well, I don't even. T- yeah, I don't even 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 float the idea of them not being in the finals. I yeah, think it's, it's a done deal. You can just. I actually uh, want to see that. Like usually, sometimes you know you're rooting against Djokovic. You know, Djokovic is the most liked guy. 
Sometimes I'll root for the other big, big, you know, goats over him. But I actually want to see him against Gears. I think that's a cooler, crazier match. And anyway, uh, uh, Nuri's got no chance. He's, but this is, right but this is going to be interesting. I mean, I'm actually, I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure that Djokovic was going to probably win the finals. But I'm curious just how, just what the drama is going to be. I mean, just unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know. So if you like drama. Just what the mental condition of Curious is going to be. That's going to be a pretty, uh, you know, sort of primetime television, I think. Yeah, I think Curious needs Nuri to give Djokovic a little bit of challenge, maybe work him a little bit. Like, I- I'm seeing a straight setter there. I don't know if Nuri. Yeah, yeah, I w- yeah I'd say straight setter. After going down two sets in the quarters, he's in the semis, he's going to come out probably locked down from the beginning. Nuri doesn't have anything big to hurt him. And he's, Man, he's too slow. He's too slow. Yeah, he can't get through that backboard. Yeah, if I was Nuri, I'd pull like a muscle and just you know, you know just, might, like, just go home. Just, <laughs> he might just come out there taped like Nadal and serving yeah. nine more hours. <laughs> nine more hours. Serve, just say, you know what? I'm out of here first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he does a... have the British crowd behind him. He may have William and Kate there again. Who knows? Maybe you got to pull some magic, rabbit out of that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he could. Yeah, that would be. I mean, uh, I mean, he would go down in history if he can win it because he would yeah. have to defeat, uh, you know, Djokovic, you know, the uh, you know, like the reigning, you know, king of, of grass, and you'd have to beat the baddest boy uh, of, of the bad boys. So, so you definitely, you know, get to meet the queen. I'm sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he can do that. But, but yeah, but uh, it's not looking good for him. So I see a straight setter tomorrow. Maybe maybe a seven five set somewhere in there, but otherwise it might. I hope it's not a faux faux and faux. There's no, there's only one match tomorrow. I want to see some tennis, but uh, maybe throw in a seven five. Hopefully, mm. he can pull a set out, give us some extended time. But yeah, that that looks. Yeah, like you're asking for a dream. lot, but you know. You, I am. Yeah, but I know, you know, but you can dream. You can dream. Yeah, Bodhi. But at, but, but like we said, after Djokovic lost those first two sets, he's gonna come out just extra locked down. Well, well. Speaking of that, speaking of that, I mean, I mean, who should Nuri have in his box, maybe to actually get him to a seven-five or get him a set? I mean, I'm not even going to just say win it all, <laughs> or win it. Yeah, yeah. There's nobody. But what's going to get him a set? I mean, who would give him a set? I think we just mentioned a little bit more than just William McKay. I think he needs the queen there. He needs the queen. The old lady's got to come. You got to bring the queen. <laughs> Put her in the box. She's what is she ninety something? You gotta, you gotta drag her out there. He needs the queen herself. Well, like you need the queen. You need to get her to get one of those old style guillotines and you know put it somewhere, <laughs> and you know and uh, you know have Djokovic's maybe picture on it or something. So Djokovic will freak yeah. out. Have like simulating <laughs> chopping his head off. Or something. Yeah, it's like yeah, you don't want to upset the queen. You know she'll. Uh, yeah, you know, know, she'll have you executed, put in the Tower of London or something. I don't know. You know, Djokovic, he, the crowd's usually against him, so he's kind of used to it, but this is going to be, I would assume, overwhelmingly against him. Well, yeah, but, but he's not going to mind this one because it, he's not going to mind this because he's British. So, so, so in his, I think in his head, he'll have an excuse that, oh, that's why they don't love me. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what I mean? There's a reason this time. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a reason. Of course, they're not going to love him. So I think not he'll be okay with like it. Him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. But like you said, if we want to kind of jump a mini ahead, and if we think it's going to be, which we're pretty sure, Djokovic, curious, that's going to be a wild one. Uh, I can see it going 
several different ways. I can see it. Djokovic winning easy and Kira's just, you know, overwhelmed and just stupid. I can see Kira's playing big and 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 making it a match. I can see him, you know, maybe going antics. I think I think maybe he should continue with some antics because that's what's getting him there. I think if he just plays a quiet regular match, he ain't winning. He needs to do something. He needs to do I don't know like I don't know if he can get under his skin like sissy paws sissy paws kind of a uh, kind of uh, soft I don't think Djokovic is soft as sissy paws but he needs I think he needs well I don't know I mean I mean, I mean Kyrgios is soft in his own way I mean uh, I mean he's pretty mentally fragile so uh so I don't know I think he's gonna crumble it's gonna be the finals all the pressure I mean now he's gonna be expected to you know to step up I think he's just going to crumble and it's going to be like a, just a one, one and three or something. It's going to be awful. I think, I think. I think it's going to be bad. I think it's, I, th- I think, I think he's going to crumble. I, I mean, I, I mean, so. I hope, I I'm hoping so. I have a feeling. I, I hope I'm wrong. He's going to have extra pressure on him because he is playing kind of curious and Kiro's kind of wild card. I think Kiro's is like, he's going to, of course, Joker's still going to be heavy, pretty heavy favorite, even though Kiro's has the big server and big shots because of, you know, just all, all everything, and I think that I think Kiros has you know nothing to lose. He's in the final. No one even ever thought he'd get to a Grand Slam final. I think I think it'll be closer than you think. I don't think I, I, it won't be straight sets. He he he'll at least get a set. I think he'll challenge him. I'm not sure he can win it. Mm, straight he's sets. Got a shot at it. He's got the game to win it. Like literally, I think he's the only guy that has a chance to beat Djokovic because even Nadal. Like, only Nadal would have had a chance to beat him if he was completely healthy, like when he was playing in the early middle rounds. That's why I called for Nadal to win it, like, start the tournament. Because Nadal just, other than injuries, Nadal has, like, been unbeatable this year. It's insane. So I think it would have been 50 50 in the final if Nadal got there healthy. But I think. Well, my projection is. I mean, my projection is. You're not even giving it full, full, and full. You're going worse, right? (laughs) Well, my projection is it's either going to be three sets. I mean, probably for Djokovic, but if Kyrgios wins, it'll be three sets Kyrgios. And we'll have Djokovic, like you sort of suggested, the nerves will get to him. And and maybe it'll be the other way around. But but I think it'll teeter on 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 a dime, you know, the whole thing. I think between the two of them. I think it'd be three sets one way or the other. But probably do, in Djokovic's favor. I do agree with you. When you beat, when you have to beat these legends, you actually have to straight set them. Like when I was watching the center match, I was watching it when it went live and he won the second set. I said he has to win the third set. You have to straight set him because if you let him back in, yeah, I agree. The pressure that the young guy thinks about it, the, the you know the you know the goat, you know all all timer guys, they start feeling it again. Just like Medvedev, he had to win that straight set in the U.S. Open. He doesn't win that third set. Djokovic probably comes back and win that thing. Probably, yeah, yeah I think so. Just like uh, in the in the Australian, he you know Medvedev couldn't close it in the third set, and then that's it. He blew it. He lost in five. You have to straight set them. So I'm almost agreeing with you. Like I think Kyrgios has to win it in straight sets. Just come on, fire. He's got yes, be like yeah. I think so. I think so because I think if it gets a late mat, yeah, if it goes to four or five, I think Kyrgios is gonna also be nervous and he might have too many outbursts and antics and he'll just lose focus. I don't know if he can I don't know if he'll be able to handle the pressure. But I think I mean for Kyrgios to guarantee a win, I think in his box who he should get is he should get the you know the like the two guys from Dumb and Dumber. You know, like in his box. You know, Jim Carrey and the other guy. 
Yeah, he needs to get Lloyd and Harry in his box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lloyd and Harry get him in the in his boxes. He needs all the antics and when weird behavior that you can think of, you know, to I think uh, to beat Djokovic. Uh, so that's a good one, yeah. I'll I'll put it in his box. I'll throw in also Austin Power since he's in in England, the British guy. Maybe Man. some bad. Well, there's lots of bad teeth, but some more wackiness. Something. Some more people to do wacky things with when he's yelling at his box. There you go. Everything he can he can take, you know, he'll take anything he can. Well, actually, Nuri's the one that probably needs Austin Powers in his box. (laughs) (laughs) Throw in Fat Bastard, just the whole crew. I think he's gonna need them. Maybe get all of them. Yeah, yeah. Get Gold Member in there too. Throw them all. Number two, you know, you need everything. You need Scotty. Scotty you got to get Scotty. Yeah, in yeah there. you need Scotty in there too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. But that'll be very interesting. We'll we'll watch tomorrow. You know, I'll I'll hope it's more than an hour and a half match. <laughs> Otherwise, we got minimal tennis tomorrow, and and we'll see what the final shakes out to be. All right. All right, buddy. Well, it was good talking with you, and uh, we'll 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 be back with um with uh with with our next episode on Saturday after the women's uh, finals. Uh, thanks, everyone, and uh, always remember. Uh, think about who who would you have in your tennis box. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Take care, everybody. Bye.